This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the February 23rd edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. I did not mean to take a full week off. I had a trip to visit a relative and then some work, but had half an episode written and thought I would tape an episode from the road. Maybe I was having too much fun and I just never got around to it. And I'm not sure how long I will keep doing this. I enjoy it, but it's a lot of work and it's not caught on like I hoped it would. We will see. Maybe this will become a weekly. Quick hitters. And some of these are a bit dated. New Pennsylvania Senator Fetterman was in the hospital two weeks ago for evaluation if he had a stroke. Now he is hospitalized for depression. The good senator had a stroke about nine months ago and had difficulty campaigning. South Korea and the U.S. are conducting military exercises, something we do pretty much every year. North Korea, like they do most years, is making threats. Moving on. The Russian government is saying that the U.S. is contributing to escalations in the war in Ukraine. How? Because the U.S. said that Crimea should be demilitarized and because we are supplying weapons and intelligence to the Ukrainians. I'm not a big fan of fighting over Crimea. It was part of Russia until 1954 when it was transferred to Ukraine. In 1994, when all of Ukraine exited the Soviet Union, Russia accepted the Ukrainian borders and said they would not invade Ukraine in the future. In return, Ukraine gave up the legacy Soviet missiles. The UK, US, and Russia promised to protect Ukraine. I am okay with a deal that allows Russia to keep control over Crimea. We all have heard that teenage depression has risen and that the suicide rate has increased. But why? I did a little searching. The first article from Psychology Today by Tim Elmore is titled, Three Reasons for Teen Unhappiness and What to Do About It. He said, kids in other countries are happier than our kids. And that, quote, white affluent kids are less happy than minorities, end quote. In fact, he says a study found that African Americans are the happiest, quote, followed by Asians and Hispanics coming in fourth are Caucasians, end quote. Lastly, he says, quote, kids are far more worried about recession and global problems than school, end quote. Quoting a bit more, quote, awareness of global problems results in students feeling more angst about global conflict than their own homework, end quote. I've often thought it is tougher to be the child of the upper middle class than the poor. If your parents are upper middle class, you have to do well just to tie in the contest of each generation trying to do better than the last generation. If your father is a doctor or your mother a lawyer or either are a business person, then you have some real work to do just to tie them. If a child has parents who are good folks who work hard but have entry-level jobs, then it is much easier for the child to feel good about what they accomplish to win. A 2019 article says that half of the teen population worked in 2000, and that has dropped to one-third. Way back in 1979, 60% of teens had jobs. Why? The article says more schoolwork and more public service work. A high school teacher named August Mayrat has a piece in The Federalist titled, Train to Hate Their Sex and Selves. One in three girls now considers suicide. His data comes from a recent CDC survey. 
This is a significant increase in suicide ideation and occurs at a time when, quote, our society allegedly celebrates women more than ever and offers abundant opportunities to girls. Furthermore, women are doing much better than men in some crucial areas, outnumbering them at colleges and in the workplace, end quote. This is too serious a piece to suggest the cause must be either climate change or systemic racism. He discusses the pressure on girls to engage in social media and to post pictures, where they are compared to near-perfect specimens of the female form. Let me jump off this train for a moment and point out that women do not spend an hour fixing their hair and doing their makeup for a man. She is doing it for other women. Likely her man would like her fine with her hair in a ponytail and if she only washed her face but did not paint it. We do like clean. And while we're at it, guys are not drooling over skinny chicks who are starving themselves. Hey, if a lady is slender because that is her natural build, that is one thing. But the lady should not starve themselves for a man. And I'm probably getting laughed at for some of these comments, but I will keep going. Most pr guys prefer the look of their lady in a one-piece swimsuit over an embarrassingly small bikini. Particularly if the one-piece comes with a smile. Just my thoughts. Going back to the article... The author also brings up the transgenderism movement. I did not realize it was a movement, but yeah, feels like it. Quote, either a girl will identify, well, excuse me, will begin to identify as a boy to win approval and sympathy from others, or she will cheer on the confused men who beat them in sports, change in their locker rooms, and boast that they are more authentically female than biological women. End quote. And if a young lady complains about having to compete against a biological male, quote, they are labeled as trans exclusionary radical feminists or TERFs who actively, uh, who are actively harming trans people with their hateful views, end quote. My thoughts. One, so much about our life has become more anonymous, despite the fact that so much more is public. We don't have coffee with our neighbor or sit in the driveway and share a beer. I bet schools are much larger now. It used to be the school pond was small. They needed most to play football and there was just there was always a place for a student. Now I bet everything is more competitive and we are raising more spectators. Two, I think my generation failed. Yep, I blame us. I cannot imagine my parents putting up with the shit that has been going on. Certainly for not, not for us at home, but I think in the school either. Maybe it was because it was a small town and they knew each other and would feel comfortable co collectively calling bullshit. And I should point out that the nonsense is not widespread. Yet, yeah, it is in pockets, but those pockets can grow. Four, and specifically for the girls who seem to be increasingly unhappy. A, is my wife has said, find one good friend. More is better, but find one, a good friend, not a cool kid you want to hang with, and be a good friend. B, work at school, work at work, work at fun, and maybe strive for a solid B+. Life is probably pretty good for the B-plusers. If you can get an A, great for you, but cut down on the stress. And C, realize the mean girls whose opinion you seem to value you may never see again after high school except maybe at the drive through at mcdonald's when they take your order thanks for listening to views on the news from the couch 
If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know and have given up on Antarctica.